Oh, okay, let's get the bad boy going. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spotlight Series. This is the show where we choose a genre every month and we review. So we watch some of the best and the worst and just all in between. So we are at the tail end of Martial Arts Month. And we found a newer film. It's around three, four years old. And it's starring and directed. Oh, well, no. Starring, I believe he wrote it or he directed it. I can't remember. He, no, he didn't direct it. He wrote it. So he star, starring and written by our boy, Donnie Yen. I love him. And all through the years, we've watched different forms of Donnie Yen. Uh, we've seen a movie where he's a he's a thick boy with nunchucks fighting. Oh, that's a good ass movie. <laughs> fighting for his fiance's life. And then we have some that he is portraying the character that Bruce Lee did before he passed away. Uh, tons of different forms. And now we have one where Donnie Yen is a teacher and he's fighting to make sure his kids get a good education. It's, it's a very cute one. Uh, it's called Big Brother. And it's from 2018. And uh, it's, I didn't realize that it would be as much drama as it, as it was, but it was, I enjoyed the movie, which makes me mad because I was like, come on, punch somebody. But I was like, God damn, this story kind of good. It was a really good story. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, I will say they could have added like maybe two, two more fights in there, but the fights maybe. we got were pretty solid because Donnie Yen, after doing, I want to say Flashpoint, he's added MMA fighting, grappling to his fighting style. And so now he seems to really enjoy that. And so anytime he gets into a fight, uh, it's a whole lot of wiggling and spinning off people, doing arm bars. And he can still kick and punch you really, really hard. But it seems he really added that part into his fighting repertoire. Uh, just like you see if like um, Jackie Chan's doing a fight, there's certain things that he always does with his style. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. So uh, yeah, big brother, if you want to, I don't know, feel something a little bit, but you'll, you'll probably tear up if you're that type of, you know, person. I, I, I really like this movie. It was, it was pretty fun. And plus down again, he, he really can't do any, anything wrong. I don't think there's been a poop ass movie he's done. So I really liked it. So, uh, Katie, what'd you think about big brother? Uh, I agree with everything you said so far. I really liked that film, but I do wish there were a couple more fights, but I liked it a lot because it had feeling. Like a lot of martial arts films don't hit you in the feels. And this one definitely did with just how much he cared for his students and the different trials and tribulations his students were going through. Um, yeah, it was really good. I really liked this film. Greg. Definitely enjoyed it. Um... The first half of the film, when he's essentially mending fences in their in their lives as far as their relationships with the kids and their parents and their guardians, went a little long for me. Yeah. Um, and it took a while for them to get to, because the you re, you read the synopsis, the actual synopsis, and you check out the preview, and essentially they're he's trying to protect the kids in the school from. These, you know, these gangsters who want to, not, I guess not gangsters, I mean gangsters that want to, you know, take over the school, use the property for other means. And it took a while to actually get to that. Like, like hint at it, but they never actually pose it as a problem until very late in the film. Um, so I could have done a little less of that. Definitely two more fight scenes you know have like good solid force spaced out throughout the film would have definitely made it all the better but for what it was still a good film i it felt like two movies so yeah, there could yeah it there could have just been a donnie and being a teacher to like the shittiest class in the school 
and him just being a cutie pie and helping them out. That could have been its own movie. And then the second movie could have been like, okay, you know, I've gotten through like a semester with these kids and they really like me. And then some of the kids get into issues. And then he has to start defending them. So he's like, you know, these are my children. You know, no one's going to hurt them. That could have been its own like movie by itself. So been a while since I've seen the trailer. I, I guess for some reason I thought that in this film he was going to be training them to fight as well. Kind of like a martial arts sister act. Yeah, it's like, and that could have been its own film. Yeah, him like, you, y'all need to learn some self-defense. I'm going to teach you some things. And then, yeah, ah, yeah absolutely correct it's it's like i said the first half is good it's just and for some reason like the way it was moving it moved really fast because like i guess i had five kids to talk about but it moved so damn quick but it went for a little bit but then finally when he started swinging i was like oh shit yeah yeah and he started beating people up but it felt so weird it, they had to move really fast but uh, still a solid movie i really liked it but like we all said, add like two more fights. Should have had a fight where he fights the last boss, but then that boss like gets over on him somehow. That's how it happens in martial arts films. Um, you know, the hero takes on the final boss early, and the final boss like catches him off guard or he's weak and beats him up real good. And then they meet up again. He's like, Okay, I've seen you fight. Now I'm healed up a little bit. It's probably actually probably worse for wear. <laughs> than the first fight and then beats him and that's how it works in these martial arts films uh, they didn't have a fight like that not really he met him and then they just kind of started swinging on each other so yeah it, at least one more would have been good but it's fine donnie yen i'm trying to think of the worst he's looked in a film uh at flashpoint he he kind of got fucked up but he didn't really get busted that bad um Damn, there's one he's in an alleyway and he took a couple of knives to the stomach, but he still won the fight. Yeah, he doesn't really look that t- terrible in his fights at the end. He usually looks pretty good. And he looked pretty good at the end of this. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I like this movie a lot. So, so what we're going to do, because it's like we said, it's like two acts to the movie, kind of. It's weird. There's no, because he's such a nice and perfect guy. There isn't a point, I guess, when he isn't a teacher, that's his dark spot. Yeah, before, He doesn't do anything. Well, before going to the United States. Yeah, that's, yeah, so it's it's weird. But we'll, we'll get through this story, and he's, he's, it's like, I don't know, that should be my seven words. He's like, it's like Mary Poppins, but likes to fight people. <laughs> he's so perfect and nice, and everyone just listens to him, and, it, and just, uh, it's so cool, so. Uh, we'll, we'll get through this. So Donnie Yen, his name is Henry Chen. I'm probably just going to call him Donnie Yen. Um, and so he is a new teacher and he's gone to this school. It's a secondary. It's a high school. Is that what it's, it's just a high school? Because yeah. I don't know how they space the kids out. No, it's just a high grade wise. Is it just multiple years? Yeah, it's like. Uh, jet. Well, I don't know how they do it in China. In Japan, it's just like 10th, 11th, 12th grade oh, yeah. together. It's only three years. I think it's the same in China, too. Okay. So Yeah. I didn't know because, I mean, these kids aren't high school kids. They're fucking grown people. And I was like, I don't well, really know. Kind how. of. I mean, they, they were pretty young. They're probably in their 20s, but I don't really know what age they were supposed to be. I guess they were supposed to be like seniors. I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, because they were talking about college. They're talking about going to yeah. universities, so they got to be in their last year. Okay. Because so they're it's... taking their like important exam, which is the equivalent to like the SATs. Oh, okay, yeah. So Donnie Yen, he's a new teacher to this. Uh, he's got the worst class, and when he was doing his interview, the principal's like, "No, we're probably not going to go with you because you don't have any type of experience." I mean, you. You know, you were in the military. He was a marine, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you're awesome, but you don't really have, you know, the experience we're looking for. And then he passes this recommendation letter. Later on, we find out who it's from. But the the hiring person, I don't know if it was the principal. It's actually. the principal. Yeah. Uh, he reads it and he's like, okay, well. Good enough for me. You're not going to get paid that much. And you kind of got to be a janitor. You got to clean up and stuff, but you got the job. And he's. You know, it's Donnie Yen smiling, happy. 
just being a little cutie bye. So it's class. It's full of turd children. And honestly, there's five of them that seem to be the ringleaders of everything. And the other kids honestly kind of follow their lead. But if you, you know, and Donnie Ann understands if, if you help those five, you fix those kids, the other ones will fall in line. That's how it works, really. The the five kids, they're actually prank. Uh, they have this little prank ward, which turns into actually hands with the basketball team. And I, I love in anime and stuff that the sports kids, either they're very humble and cool or they're pieces of shit. And they're like, yeah, I'm the best kid in this school to like, get out of here. I'm like, you play basketball. I'll fight you, sir. But, you know, every school's got to have a bully of some sort. So they got into a lot of issues and they actually fought the basketball team. And just like any school, when you get into a fight, you get in trouble. And then with this school, because they've already been through issues, they were going to get expelled. But then Henry helped them out and got them. It was a letter of repentance. Mm-hmm. And so they get one more chance. And then, you know, they're dumb kids. So they're like, well, they're going to fail that test anyway. And they're just going to end up doing bad stuff like always. So there are five kids going through a lot of stuff and henry realizes like i said earlier if he can help those kids then you know he doesn't want any kids failing and ended up shitty like he was when he was younger we get some flashbacks about him so the first kid his name is gordon and he's actually from pakistan uh uh, awesome accent he sounds it was really cool it's like someone like dubbed over his voice he sounded amazing so he deals with a lot of racism toward him because he's you know, not Chinese, but he wants to actually be a singer. He has an amazing voice, but he has a bit of stage fright, which Henry helps him with by just throwing him out to the wolves. And he catches on. So it's like, he's like, no, nah, I don't want to sing in them. He's like, sing in front of them, dude. He's like, I can sing. And then Donnie Yen goes up and starts singing. And he's like, oh, shit, he can do it. I can do it. And he starts singing. And everybody cheers. I'm like, oh, then there's Gladys. So she wants to be a, I want to say a stock car racer. Just he, she wants to drive cars really fast. And her issue is she's a female. And in her, I don't know, world, I want to say her family, first of all, but then she has probably has to deal with a lot of issues outside of her family. Because she's female, she gets treated like a secondary person in that world because her little brother is way smarter and he's going to be the one that gets all the scholarships and things like that. So the dad is like, your brother is way better than you. Don't distract your brother. Don't mess him up because he is the successful one in the in the family. And you're just here. And she's like, well, damn. So she acts out because, you know, no one cares about her. I, I get that. So Chris, uh, Chris and Bruce, they are the two twins. Their mom left their dad because he was an alcoholic no he became an alcoholic because the mom left him for a dude with a gold watch that's what they say so he became an alcoholic and that's not a good way to grow up and so he's just a shitty shitty dad and so they found their own separate ways to try to survive through that chris he plays video games he actually wants to develop his own video game and bruce he seems to be the smarter one uh, but it's kind of hard for him to concentrate on things. I, he probably has what ADHD. I guess, yeah. Yeah, he has concentrating issues. And then Jack. So Jack lives with his grandmother. Yes, mm-hmm. lives with his grandmother because the parents they died in a car accident. Yes, a car accident. So like right after he they moved to Hong Kong. Yeah. So Jack seems to kind of be the leader of these these kids and he seems he's the scrappy one 100%. We find out later. Uh he don't give no shits. So uh yeah, so Henry he is systematically working with these kids. He talks to Chris and Bruce's dad and actually gets them to meet up in a room uh they have this this setup so they have people that are going through uh alcoholics anonymous talk to high school kids just be like hey don't end up like me which i guess kind of a scared straight situation but they're nice about it and they end up in the same room with their dad and the dad actually apologizes for being really shitty and he's like i really want to be with my sons and they all cry and they get together i'm like hooray 
with Gladys. Henry has Gladys and her dad do a race. And so if Gladys can win the race, the dad will get off her back about, you know, being grumpy about an arranged marriage because you shouldn't be mad about that, I guess. Uh, and will be cool with her being a, a race car driver. And so she wins the race. Doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah. So she wins the race, but then they kind of drive a little bit more because the dad was like, I mean, I guess I agreed, but I didn't really agree. And she's like, bullshit. And so she drives off a little bit more. It looks like she gets smushed by a big ass truck driving by. And so the dad is crying. He's like, I always loved you. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit. Please. I hope you're not dead. And she pops out and he's like, oh, my God, you're not dead. And, you know, they reconcile their issues. Uh, It's always in movies. It's always the dad. He can't show his emotions he's real shitty at it and so it takes something really serious and scary happening and they're like i've always loved you it's just hard for me to say those words because i'm a weird person they're like oh i love you too and then they go off and be silly again so so gladys is helped out uh so gordon and so jack uh jack has to work on the side so after school he has a job where he is a waiter at a restaurant and so while he's at this restaurant, it is full of bad, bad people like our boy, Kane Law. And he's a very bad person and he's a triad leader. And so he is in cahoots with a lot of higher up people that want the school that they all go to to fail. Because if they get, I don't know, destroyed, like they tear the school down, they can use that land for. They're going to put up a big like apartment yeah i think it was condominiums and just other things it's just you know it'll be good for them they you know everybody had to pay them to build it up and so it's like all these kids are idiots we'll we'll get that land hooray to us and they all raise their glasses and giggle and laugh like bad guys do yeah well the school board has already like talked to the principal at this point and told them that if enough kids don't get into university and don't do well on their um their test yeah then the school's getting shut down. Yeah. So it's all up to this new wave of kids. So Jack, being the scrappy little kid that he is, sees a lighter on the table while they're all cheering and giggling and holding up glasses. So he steals it. And so Law understands that, oh, that kid just stole my lighter. Okay. And they find him as they're walking out. They're like, hey, buddy, you got a light? And Jack's like, oh, no. And then they put a sheet over Jack and proceed to whip his ass. And so they got him on the ground and Jack's like, you see how I am? You see how much power I got? You want some of that? And he's, you know, he doesn't say yes at first, but he's like, hey, come back here. And he hands him some money. Like, come back here. I may have a job or two for you, bud. And it's like, yeah, don't steal from me, but you got some, you got some heart, bud. And so he leaves. So unfortunately, Jack's got a new job that gives him some money. Just like in any movie that we've seen where the bad guy gives somebody some unsuspecting kids some money. Just like what above the rim? Say, like, hey man, come on back later. You get some more monies. He's like, ooh, I like monies. Ooh, money. I need some of that. <laughs> Let me do your wild shit. Right. I really do like monies. So when he gets to the bag, the triads MMA just gym, he learns that his first job on the fucking triad force is to poison an MMA fighter. So law told the fighter they had some american that he has to throw the fight in the third round and the american's like i can win this go, i'm not throwing go fuck fight. yourself i got this and he's like no one says no to me so jack you're gonna poison this guy because this poison right here you put it in his water he'll probably be in like a coma or paralyzed for a little bit but he'll be all right afterward but you're gonna make him drink this find a way jack tries to put it in the water and hand it to the champ and then one of the trainers is like, hey, wait, what is this? Were you trying to poison him? And they proceed to, I don't know, kind of waterboard him and beat him up. And so he's getting his ass kicked. Good thing old Donnie Yen's on his way because I guess, oh, he learned from the grandmother that he's got a new job. So he walks to the locker room. He's like, hey, I'm looking for uh, my student, my student Jack. Is he here? And he's like, you need to leave, little man. He's like, I'm just looking from from a student. That's all I want. I don't want any trouble, which is what every hero says in a martial arts film. Jackie Chan says in every movie, I don't want any trouble. I just let me leave. I and said I he, don't want trouble. Yeah. 
I don't want any trouble. And then he hears Jack screaming from the locker. And then Donnie Yen does what Donnie Yen does best. He proceeds to whip everybody's ass in that room. Uh, Henry, d- d- uh, he don't really. F- okay, it's 10 on one. So he's not fighting, quotation mark, fair. He is stabbing people, kicking them in the balls, throwing stuff at them. Uh, he throws so many lockers at people and smushes them with things. Uh, he's going for it in this fight. And he actually goes up against the MMA fighter, a gigantic man. And he actually puts him down. Uh, he gets suplexed onto his head, though. And Henry's down. He's like, oh, my brain hurts. But he does knock out the champ, which means the champ can't go to the fight, which I guess he helped them out, kind of. <laughs> so after that, the news gets wind of this fucking high school teacher beating up MMA people and just clearing out a locker room by himself. And so he gets the nickname of Big Brother. And so when he gets back to school, all the kids start listening to him and they're like, man, you're fucking cool. I didn't know you could fight. Other teachers are like, man, dude, you want to like go to lunch or something? So, <laughs> um, but everybody loves him. And he's starting to break through to all the shitty kids because they're like, man, this dude actually cares about us. Like, go figure <laughs> when a teacher actually cares. It makes me want to try. And he, who knew? Right. And he starts to work with them for their test. And they're getting ready for it. Unfortunately, the bad guys are a bit salty that uh, old Henry came in and just started whomping on their plans. And they're like, dang, these kids, you know, we don't want them to pass this test. And so he's like, well, we got to screw this all up. So while that's happening, we get a flashback of young Donnie Yen. And so this whole time you think Donnie Yen's just a good guy his whole life. No, when he was a kid, he went to the same school and he was a big old turd. And you see this kid playing piano and then he just throws water balloons at him in a tournament, like a competition at a tournament, <laughs> piano tournament. Um, and so the kid chases him down and they actually have a cool little like martial arts fight in the hallway. Taekwondo fight. Yeah. And then a statue falls on the not Donnie Yen's hand, but the other kid's hand and, piano kid's and hand. destroys it. And the kid's like, oh, shit, my hand. And then Donnie Yen gets expelled from the school because he just destroyed this kid's hand. And he's a really, really, really good piano player. So that was going to be his out to be, I don't know, awesome in this world. And you're like, you just ruined this kid's future. He's like, I don't give a shit. So after that, Donnie Yen goes to America. And then after that, he gets a little bit older he gets into the military and so he saw a lot of things in his life he saw a lot of fighting a lot of sad things as he as he says and he got through it and then he went on some nomad quest and did a lot of walking and soul searching and he realizes that he owes it to the school that you know tried to give him a chance and so he comes back and that's where we end up so the the class um Oh, I'm missing something. Oh, there, there it is. Okay, so the class is getting better and less shitty. I actually wrote that down as a, <laughs> as a talking point. Unfortunately, Chris's brother, uh, he has trouble concentrating. And so he gets himself some Ritalin. And I don't know if he knows how much Ritalin he's supposed to take, but he was popping them like fucking Skittles. And that ain't good. And he starts to just kind of, I guess, overdose on him. Well, he is studying and studying and studying and through a bunch of different mock exams ends up like just shitting the bed um, when all his other friends are succeeding. So the next time he studies, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to try really hard, really hard, really hard. And then just fucks himself up with yeah. on Ritalin. He takes so much. He takes yeah. like a full handful of Ritalin. So he's jacked up. He stays home from school one day. And then attempts to kill himself. He jumps off, what, a six, the sixth floor of their apartment complex. And it doesn't kill him, but he's in a coma. He's, he's jacked up. And then they found Ritalin in the system. And so it all comes back to the teacher because maybe it wasn't the family, probably the family. But they say, well, Donnie Yen, he was in your class. And we already know you're pretty unorthodox about teaching and I mean, you went to this locker room and beat these dudes up. Like, maybe it had to been something you did. You're the newest fucking tangent in this whole situation. So, yeah, you're fired because you probably made this kid 
want to kill himself somehow even though it seems like they were seems like they were using this portion of the film to kind of send an actual life message as far as how the education system is putting so much pressure on students and ding 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 to these suicides it felt like it felt very i won't say propaganda ish because that would be it came from the state so not propaganda but it definitely seemed like it was sending out a, a message that felt like a puff piece or, no not a puff piece it had some info in it i get what you're saying yeah i mean and i think in other countries i know in america that happens but i know the big i guess what running stereotype with other countries is like you have to be the best you have to be the best and people wear themselves to the bone trying really hard that always seems to be a running thing that i always see all the time i mean shit this characters in animes that just about murder themselves to be the best and they're just mentally destroyed so i i get it you know but yeah it seemed to be that was their point that they were gonna tell you like yo, okay you're gonna know what we're trying to you know what we're throwing out here so donnie Donnie, kind kind of alludes to it at the beginning of the film because when he's first being interviewed or first being discussed as his you know his methods of being a teacher and he's like we should focus more on you know it's not solely about passing an exam it's more about get, making them well-rounded young adults as opposed to just grinding them to the bone and trying to get a certain number score on a certain exam yeah yeah you know hey, you know what two plus two is, but you don't know how to fucking do, I don't know, survive on your own in the world. Yeah, it's that's always the, the running thing. It's always a joke that like kids get out of high school and they're like, I don't know how to do taxes. That's not a thing. Maybe they should teach us in school. Like, no, you're going to learn about fucking uh, chlorophyll. That's what we're learning today. It's like, can I learn how to do taxes? I <laughs> no. can't grads. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, chlorophyll. Like, yeah, you learned about chlorophyll today. <laughs> More like Borophil. Am I right? Okay. Boo. Yes. What, what do you want me to say? <laughs> you like slightly smiled. Okay, I'm, it's all right. I'm sorry. I still love you. Me better. <laughs> so Donnie Yen, he gets fired. I don't think he should have got fired. He should have got like suspended and then they should have did a little more investigating in the situation. But they seem to be a fucking knee-jerk reaction. No, he should have not got anything. No, don't even. No. Should not have gotten any punishment. You can't control that. Yeah, he said I don't think he should. But I'm just thinking, movie-wise, he would have got some type of punishment. It just seems like the thing that was going to happen. No, he shouldn't have. They should have been watching him. They're like, okay, you know, you're not in trouble, but we're going to have somebody like in your class watching you. But, you know, I don't know. It seems stupid. And so as he's leaving the school, everybody's like, don't leave. Don't leave. Yeah, Bo, leave. You know, they're like, Donnie Yen, don't leave. We love you. And he's like, you'll be fine. And he drives off and they all start crying and shit. And the principal's like, fuck, man. Like, they really love that dude. Like, you know, it, it seems like the principal knew he wasn't the issue. But the the board, I guess, that had the decision, you know, they were like, nah, you're done. So it seemed like the principal was on his side. He understood where he came from. But fortunately, he's gone. So other teachers take it up upon themselves to help his class out and actually keep teaching them. So the kids are getting better and stuff. The bad guys, they understand that the test, the testing day is here. And he's like, well, I mean, these kids might be stupid and they might just fail on their own. But how about we just help the situation out? And so they fake a a mass text from Donnie Yen's phone. I don't know how they did it, but they had all the students go to the classroom before the test. And they're like, well, where's where's Big Brother? He he texts us all to be here. I guess he was going to cheer us on or something. He's like, we're going to be late for the test. And then the bad guys come in. They're like, yeah, y'all ain't going to the test. We just did that to keep y'all here. So we're going to hem you up for a couple of hours. And so you insta fail. And then we can have this land. So Donnie Yen was packing. He was going to leave. But then he gets a text from the numbers saying, hey, where are you? Like, we're here. Where are you? And he's like, that's weird. And he ends up in the school and he sees that his students, 
are trapped in uh what was it the, the tennis courts yeah yeah uh so Donnie Yen does what Donnie Yen does best stabs a lot of people in their legs and butt butts with like I don't know like forks like yeah had, I don't know what those were yeah he had like stabbing instruments a lot of them <laughs> and he proceeds to just destroy people he stabs a lot of people in their butt cheeks and they just like go down because yeah if I got stabbed with a giant fork I'm like I'm not running anymore and so he buys the kids time and they run off to go to the test and then he just whips everybody's ass the final fight so it's law it's you know the evil guy from this whole movie they start fighting he's like oh you don't remember me do you and he's like what and he's like yeah I'm the dude you broke my hand you piece of shit he's like I was that piano player and so I was like oh no my actions as a child, they're coming back to haunt me. <laughs> and so Donnie Yen and him have a fight in his classroom and a pretty, pretty sweet ass fight. So the guy, Law, he is a, I don't think he's actually an MMA fighter. He seems like an, an enthusiast. And so Katie was like, how's he kind of keeping up with Donnie Yen? But I'm like, well, I mean, if you know the moves, you can crack him out. And in this movie, they made Donnie Yen not like indestructible when he fights because there's spots where he was like getting thrown around because some, if someone's bigger they're gonna throw him around but it's a pretty sweet fight law pulls out a knife towards the end when he's getting his ass actually properly beat and then donnie Yen gets the knife from him and holds it up like he's gonna just stab this guy and he stabs himself in the leg and, and at first katie and i was like what does that mean but then i was like oh he's even like he's like well i can't I'm not going to break my hand, but I'm going to stab myself because I owe you. So he stabs himself in the leg, throws the knife away, gets to the door. And he's like, yeah, I've been looking for you. I've been wanting to apologize. I sincerely apologize for ruining your life, dude. Seriously, I'm sorry. And then as he leaves the room, Law is like, yeah, man, I really love playing. I love playing piano. It's like my favorite thing. And it's like, oh, <laughs> and then. The kids get to the test. I don't know how much time they lost, but they seem to be fine. And then the next year, the principal learns that he they got a 20% increase on their bonus. And so, their budget. Yeah, so they have money for air conditioners and so many other things, and everything's happy. And Donnie Yen is still a teacher in his classroom. Like, that's great. And then we actually see Law. He's still a triad, so he's not going to stop being a gang member. But he's playing piano again. So he seems to have, I don't know, soothed his soul a little bit. He's like, oh, I can play piano again. And Katie said that too. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I mean, you get your hand broken. You can't play for a while. But I mean, when your hand heals, you can play piano again. It's not like it's not like you're done forever. Yeah. But, I, but I assume when if he missed his chance for that one competition, he just mentally gave up. That's what I assume happened. And he was just like, I got to be a bad person now. I missed my one chance to be good in this world. Yeah. I assume he just gave up mentally. So, I mean, he could still play piano. So then that is Big Brother. And so all the kids seem to be happy and and they're going to do something with their lives, hopefully. And Donnie Ann is going to teach some new kids about weird things <laughs> and, and teach them. So Katie... Who was your favorite character in Big Brother? Uh, my favorite character was uh, Mr. Chan, who is Donnie Yen's character. He was the best. He is exactly what every teacher that I know pretty much is. Um, and just going above and beyond what they normally have to do to take care of their students and make sure that their students are doing well at school and in their personal lives, um, especially with his batch of kids that were like the quote, the bad kids, like kind of off the path of what normal kids are, where they're supposed to be. Um, he did exactly what he needed to do. He found a way to connect with them. He found a way to engage with them so that they actually paid attention and respected him. And he helped these kids fix their shitty ass lives. It was great. Uh, Greg. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the same character. It's kind of hard to choose one of the kids because there's not enough time spent on them as individuals to gravitate to them necessarily. Obviously, you're exposed to their issues and whatnot, but you don't you don't get necessarily enough focus on them as individuals and enough development other than oh their problems get fixed and now they're being protected. Um, what I particularly liked about Mr. Chan is the fact that he's his his wealth of knowledge is a jack of all type of deal. Reminded me of a uh, my Latin professor in college where it's not necessarily just about the subject subject that you know, but you just seem to have just this these tidbits of knowledge on just any single random thing that you might bring up or come up with. I mean, his first lesson was on the elements of a cigarette. <laughs> uh, and you, when he first walks into that class, he's walking to each, every, to every individual doing their own little thing while they're not paying attention, kind of like being a sister act. Um, <laughs> walks up to the kid, cooking ramen like you know what you might want to chill on the net, that msg there because if you don't you're going to kill yourself so uh i recommend this much msg and walk up to homegirl checking out cars like she he's already he's already making connections with them based off of their interests because he just has that ease and ability to do so just based off of his wealth of knowledge and background things he wouldn't expect them to know but do oh hey you know this is what's great about that car that you're looking at there and so it's, it's, the, it's those teachers for me. I mean, all of them go above and beyond because, I mean, you have to even maintain the job. But it's just, it's one of those teachers where you feel like you could bring up any random thing and they'd have some sort of information on it. So it's, it's really refreshing to have that. Honorable mention, just to change it up a little bit, to uh, the singing student of uh, Gordon, Gordon, of uh, Pakistani descent, because of his plight in general and his ability to navigate that. the The root of his his stage fright was the fact that they didn't think he should. It's weird. They, he got made fun of for pronouncing Cantonese so well, despite not being, and they didn't think he should be able to because of the color of his skin. So, <laughs> you'd think they'd be impressed by it and not make fun of it. Like, ha ha, you speak just like us. You speak very well, ha, but you're darker. But then again, racism is irrational anyway, so. Yeah, you're uh, right. <laughs> honorable mention to him for just the plight he had to go through and overcome. Uh, so all of the kids actually enjoyed all of them. They, they had all pretty good stories. Jack was out there, and there's always one in the group that's just fucking up really hard. And he, you know, he's fucking around with triads. You know, that's what you get for fucking around with Yakuza. And he so, was the Lord Hill equivalent from Sister Act. Yep, I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta stop that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> there's always one. So, but I enjoyed all the kids, and no fucking duh that Donnie Yen was great. That smile of his, man, like he just goes up and just does things. Dead band was about to play a song and he's like, hey, hey, can I sing? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, Donnie Yen. Let's move over and let you sing a song. <laughs> and he just counts them off and they're like, okay, whatever, we'll play whatever you want. And right, just- they didn't even ask. He didn't even <laughs> ask what song was coming on. He was just like, nah. We're playing, we're, whatever you, I'm just going to start a song. Fuck he, it. He's so charismatic and such a cutie pie that just like, he just, whatever he wants. He's like, hey, I need these like go-karts real quick. I'm trying to like teach this teach a lesson yeah teach his dad that he actually loves his daughter they're like sure donnie you take all the go-karts you want (laughs) he's like thank you you know it's it's awesome so the kids and henry danny in they were all great so katie who was your least favorite character uh that would be the education board goddamn right uh that's just in general an all education everyone is just like oh well you're not underperforming you know what is going to help you perform better taking away all your money and shutting down your school like what the fuck no if your school is underperforming they need extra fucking help not less help <sighs> bah yeah greg 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to add. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I From the beginning, anytime there's some situation with a school, it's always going to be either the principal hates the main character or another teacher hates the main character or some situation where they have they're struggling against people that are working with them and hey go fucking figure the school board's like nah kid killed himself nah you did something to him like how about his background maybe there was some pressure about something nah no pressure let's not forget that fucking like 33% 33% of people of kids tried it this year and 23% last year and this many people this year and blah, blah. like yeah Donnie Yen straight up laid out all the facts and was like this was not my fault this is not an isolated incident like education as a whole here is fucked up and we need to do something to change it yeah that was a mess hit them with facts and they all kind of like kind of wiggled in their seats they're like man we still gonna You're fire our- you your unconventional teaching methods led to this suicide. Okay, how? How? Yeah. <laughs> Please show me. I talked yeah, about I a cigarette. Not, I did not have a unit on killing yourself. I'm sorry. Right. I talked about a cigarette, and I clicked the sprinklers on when they weren't listening to me. Which one of those make you want to kill yourself? <laughs> cigarette? Great tell. Great tell. Right. Get in my face. <laughs> uh, yeah, school board. Shady people like that. So... Let's do seven word synopsis. So it's funny that you bring up Sister Act, Greg. I actually went with Dangerous Minds. So did I. Hey, that's Damn it. that's the one I went with. But there's so many movies with the teacher. Uh, what's what's the one with uh, Edward James Olmos? Shit, Stand, Stand and Deliver. Yeah, how do I reach these keys? There's <laughs> one with uh, uh, Samuel Jackson too, right? Oh, uh. Ooh, because he had a what he had a cricket bat or something. Damn. They actually had the, the kids come back and because they were singing in the restroom. It was like a scene from it. They actually had all those kids come back and they could still sing. I can't remember the name of that one. Yeah, but yeah. So mine was uh Dangerous Minds mixed with a karate movie. God damn it. I love you. No, you don't. How dare you? Uh, Need some time? No, it's fine. I'll just use another one. Katie just sweeps everything off the table. God damn it. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, Ghost Rider, but make it martial arts. Same shit, Hillary Swank. (laughs) There's so many movies where like just shitty ass kids get saved by a teacher. All right, and then um, needed more fighting, less seven years song. That song just kept playing on repeat. Once I was seven years old, ah. and was annoying the fuck out of me because I already don't like that song. The soundtrack was hokey. I'm not gonna lie, man. It it was. (laughs) It really was. That soundtrack like sucked. It's compared to most of his other films. Like they could have just had Donnie playing the piano for an hour, and it would have been fucking fine. It felt like it was an afterthought. They were like, oh, shit, we need music. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hey, what's that seven years old song? Right? For sure. They were like five minutes away from sending this shit to the like distributor. They were like, oh, God, we didn't add a soundtrack. Oh, fuck, what's that seven song? You, you know, with, with the, the years, that, that, put that in. Put that, put, in. Put that shit in. Uh, and then my last one, Donnie Yen got me feeling the feelings. Yeah. I cried like twice in this movie. Oh, yeah. I have never, well, I'm can't say that i probably have cried during a donnie yen film because uh, the Ant-Man movies are pretty sad at points yeah um but i want to say in a fat man i felt bad for him he had we went through a lot he did there he was, was trying his best there, yeah <laughs> uh but donnie yen films typically do not make me cry and this one definitely made me cry like twice just for emotional shit that was happening mm-hmm. with these kids and their families i was like oh my god this is a lot greg Give me a sec. Once I was 12 years old, I shit myself on a roller coaster. Oh, I'm the last one to go. I can't wait. I'm sorry. You're fine. (laughs) 
What if this was the same song, but every year he was talking about it, it was just some story of him shitting himself? That'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop you there. I'm just gonna go because I don't want to hear this. Um, <laughs> how do I reach these kids? Fighting. <laughs> Sister act, but make it martial arts. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, we know our troubled teen teacher movies. Now I just want Whoopi Goldberg to fight people and Donnie Yen to turn him into a choir. Bro, that, the Donnie Yen <laughs> angle is could absolutely work. He's a accomplished musician. He's now, a fantastic pianist. Now, if Whoopi Goldberg could get her, she's at least 50, right? Like 60 something. Yeah. If she could get her 60-year-old ass, her leg up to do a spin kick, I will pay whatever money it takes to get that movie just fast-tracked. I will pay all the money to see what the Goldberg do a spin kick on somebody. And that she's was... still got to be a nun. So it's like sister action or something like that. <laughs> oh, trademark, trademark. Don't take that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it. We called it right now. Sister action, bro. Oh, man. Some sort of subtitle. We'll be oh. training the new, the new squad because she, you know, she's older. She can't be out there. But then there's one fight where she does come out of retirement and starts swinging it's on folks. like sister big action, bro. Like Big action? <laughs> big action. <laughs> I want this movie now. Sister big action, bro. I want nuns just swinging on folks. They're so unassuming. And then they do bad stuff and they're like, oh shit. Okay, so this film came out August 16th, 2018. I could not find a budget. They were hiding it. Like it was gold, but there was a box office. So, Katie, what do you think the box office was for this film? 25 million. Greggy. And I bet. Yeah. Not a thing because I abstain. <laughs> I missed that voice. Yeah. Thought right? Thought so, the, so, I win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Katie played I win. <laughs> Wait, how'd you win? Because I win. Because <laughs> I win. Because I said so. Uh, but the box office was $22.03 million. Oh, it's close. Yeah. Sweet. So I'm curious what the box office was. Um, I don't know. Because Enter the Fat Dragon, that made a little bit of money, right? But that was a COVID movie. So it came out like uh, digital. And I don't think it came out in that many theaters and so that was the real issue with that movie if that movie had a chance in you know in china it would have made all the money because people love donnie and he's he is the absolute best so i'm i hope this movie made money but being that it's 2018 and he made at least three more films since then donnie ends all right he'll be fine he's gonna be in the new john wick film so uh people like him he's got a great smile he's cutie pie and he beat people up, so uh, he's good. Hell, you know, John claude Van Damme, not all his movies were bangers, so it's like, I don't know, you get a couple of shots before they're like, quit it. <laughs> quit making poop movies. So, um, but yeah, uh, the big thing with the reviews for the movie, a lot of people loved it, but they said um, the there was a little bit of uh, criticizing with some of the the non-fighting stuff, some of the feel-good spots, and they were like, that's kind of hokey. And just like we were talking about the music when that, that uh, seven years old song popped up, I'm like, it's kind of hokey. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a drama about a teacher teaching bad kids. Uh, I don't know what yeah. you want from this, but, you know. But everyone said Donnie Yen did amazing. He's great. I would love to have him as a teacher. Yeah. Dude would swing. I, I, all you have to do is run close to him and be like, help me. <laughs> help me help me help me help me help me he's swinging yeah. on whatever's coming up to you like thank you <laughs> yeah thanks teacher all right this this kid keeps dragging us over to you mr donnie yen we don't want to get beat up anymore i'm like well stop it well leave me alone then <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep running to him <laughs> okay uh does anybody have anything else to say about big brother Mm-mm. it was really good you good greggy Hold on. If you're if you're really looking for action, just hold on. <laughs> Got to hold on. Immerse yourself in the feelings for 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. I I liked it a lot. It's still, it's still worth the watch. Yeah, 
it, it, it's good stuff. But yeah, check out Enter the Fat Dragon if you need more action in your life and more Donnie Yen. He swings on people real hard in that movie. <laughs> or Flash. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta revisit Enter the Fat Dragon. That movie's fucking good. I need to get that on fucking DVD. Yeah, it was really that made good. me happy. <laughs> yeah, I do that now. I just get stuff on Blu-ray. I'm like, if that made me happy, I'm like, fuck it, I'm buying that. <laughs> that made me happy inside. So, yeah. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Donnie Yen or, I don't know, martial arts or teachers and how do you reach these kids, how do you reach them, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Hey. So, uh, this is probably the last martial arts film that we're doing. And next month, uh, I don't know if we decided on what we're doing. Uh, I know comic books is coming up at some point. We'll figure we it out. don't have a zombie month. I'm quitting this show. <laughs> we got to do something. I'm, I'm going to help Greg out. I don't want him to leave. So we'll do something <laughs> zombie for him. Greg's like, fuck it. <laughs> Greg's like, I can't podcast. Oh, oh, my leg. Oh, it's sprained. <laughs> oh, it's sprained. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't do it. You know who can podcast? Rochester. <laughs> Turkey the Strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're alluding to that's greg the bunny uh please check out that show it's absolutely amazing just puppets being bad bad people <laughs> and having heart when, attacks on tv remember when ifc like kind of brought it back but it was just greg and it was warren and they were kind of i don't know oh yeah they were like spoofing movies a little bit because i know they did a what fear and loathing in las vegas Oh really? Yeah, they did that, and I think I they might have did Pulp Fiction. I'll yes, uh, they did Pulp Fiction because the episode was called "Dead Puppet Storage." It was a mess. It was an absolute I mess. I think the count was the guy that was hiding the bodies and being upset because they had a dead body in their car. Uh, it's bad. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Greg. Worst soundtrack ever. <laughs> Accurate.